Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Willkommen zum IGN UK Podcast. Ich bin Simon Cardi und bei mir ist dieser Woche Dale Driver und Jesse Gomez. Wie geht's, Jungen? Uh, ich bin Dale Driver. Was about all I got? I'm ja, wunderbar. That's enough German. I probably butchered and I'm sorry if you're a German listener. Please don't message me saying how I got it wrong. Uh, Do you think they switched off the podcast me feel bad? as soon as they heard that figuring it's the I wrong one? I don't think... I don't think is anyone. Do, you're still recognising yeah. my voice, aren't you? I Try and know. go into the podcast options, and you got you think you got the wrong language <laughs> setting or something. Yeah, <laughs> imagine if the podcast did that, just auto translate. Uh, That'd be sick. German. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, that's enough of that for now. Let's talk about what have we got this week? We've got a few few things. Like last week, we were quite empty. We made up some stuff. Of course, the British sitcom Smash. Ooh. Was, uh, it was actually a surprisingly big hit. Yeah. But, like as much feedback as we've had in a long time, so we'll get to some of that later. Don't worry. Almost as many as when we asked people what their favorite crisps were. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I honestly feel like years. it was more. Maybe it was more. I yeah. feel like maybe crisps was over a few weeks, so maybe mm. maybe we'll have more Smash yeah. characters. But uh, why don't we talk about some films and games first? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, before that, I'm going to talk about something completely different, which is. <laughs> If, uh, if you don't know at IGN, we do these inside stories. They're like big kind of documentary-like features. And me and Matt have been working on one for months now that comes out this Sunday, if you're listening to this uh, Friday or Saturday. If you listen to it Sunday or later, it's already out, so you might have watched it. But uh, it's about the creation of a band called KDA, which you may or may not have heard of. They are a pop group, kind of K-pop inspired, so got some Korean influences in there. But the weird thing about them is they're created by Riot Games, who make League of Legends, and it's just I don't want to I don't want to say too much if you don't know the story of them because it's it's an interesting mm. and bizarre story, and I think it's something I already kind of knew about, and I I liked the music, which dogs it's not normally my sort of music either, but for some reason it just. It absolutely bangs. Uh, yeah. Probably plays them at the end, but I think Dale, you can attest that because oh, yeah. you had no interest in them. You watch the video and you're like, "Now you're a super fan." <laughs> I so yeah, like um, I'm very 38 years old. You kind of get stuck in your ways at that point, and I didn't think I had any interest in K-pop music. Uh, but then you guys intrigued me with this this pitch mm-hmm. of the fact that it was the guys who make League of Legends. They were making uh, made a K-pop band, and that, that's an interesting enough hook anyway to mm-hmm. find out. But then when you actually get into it and watch it, and I had to watch it you know, quite a while ago now for, you know, editing purposes and stuff. And I realized actually these songs are phenomenal, like really well-produced pop songs. And now all of a sudden my Spotify is full of KDA songs, like not something I ever expected, but yeah. So yeah, just a little plug there. We don't normally do plugs for our work, but you know, when it's big things like that, we thought, why not let people know it exists? So yeah, from this Sunday at 3 p.m. UK time, like 7 a.m. if you're on the West Coast of America, it will be live. So give it a watch. Yeah, check it out. We'd appreciate it. Uh, what have we been doing this week, though? We have been playing Back for Blood because the open beta started yesterday, I believe. There was a closed beta for a few days. We just, me, you, uh, well, just us three and Matt even, yeah. uh, jumped in last night and played all the campaign stuff, which was about roughly an hour and a half worth mm. of yeah. content. 
I think we had a good time. Yeah, we kind of. Um, yeah. I feel like there's m- there's more than that because we played we played it on normal, but it was kind of a mm. breeze. Like we didn't really struggle. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like if you yeah you ramped up the difficulties, there's a, there's a lot quite a lot in there in that beta actually. Yeah, that, that's the weird thing because I play the uh, closed alpha and just recalling back to that first chapter that we played through. It was leagues ahead in terms of difficulty. And what we played through, like Cardi said, was a bit more just breezy. Like, we didn't encounter that much difficulty, really, at all. Yeah, weird. Like, which we- is weird, because I, I know it has, like, the AI director thing, which kind of alters, like, each time you play it. And yeah. I played it earlier in the week with uh, Tam and Lucy, actually. And we played one of the levels, which in this beta is of like a bridge and a boat mm. i found it quite difficult like this this absolutely swamped in enemies like loads of like heavy enemies as well yeah we played it last night and we just ran through <laughs> the bridge and the boat without being touched like i don't know yeah. it was almost like they forgot to load half the enemies <laughs> yeah like i was really hyping myself up for it and then when it happened i was like oh yeah. this is a lot different yeah that one level there was yeah. only one spicy bit right at the end when we were trying to run off the boat and i got mm-hmm. grabbed to like with like six seconds <laughs> to go uh, but we still made but, it yeah exactly but yeah, it's obviously we were playing it on normal. And that's with friendly fire turned off. I imagine that's a much harder game with friendly fire oh, yeah. turned on because yeah, for sure. we were hitting each other a lot. Um, but yeah, I just kind of, I've, so I don't have, I know what Left 4 Dead is. I've watched Left 4 Dead. I just, Left 4 Dead passed me by when mm. it originally came out. I never really got into it. I was never really into those sort of games when they came out. I, I was like, it, I didn't really have an Xbox or a PC and I didn't really play a lot of online games to be fair until well a little bit after that so it's always a game i knew i'd love because like just the design of like four friends teaming up to kill loads of zombies i mean what's not to like about that it seems very from everything i've heard anecdotally it seems very similar to that obviously it's the same studio yeah it's effectively left for dead free i mean that's what they're going for right yeah i mean that's clear enough in like the marketing and advertising but despite it being like people saying like you know this is basically left for dead three in reality like gameplay wise it's a fair bit different, especially with that card system as well. And Matt was saying yesterday, I, I'm the same as Cardi in terms of Left 4 Dead history, but Matt was saying like it was way more comprehensive in terms of weapons as well, like what, like mm-hmm. the variety of there's weapons. There's tons of weapons. There's like, yeah. It seems like there's 30 different guns, which I wasn't expecting. I found my babies, as I do in most games of like the M16 and the MP5. Mm. I mean, I'm not a gun nut, I promise, but uh, <laughs> you know, I do. I have my Don't papers. expose me like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just... I, I want to see more of it because I am into it. I just want to know how long that campaign is because I'm not really into the versus stuff as much, I don't think. Mm. But Did we'll you... see. I, w- I want to see more of the cool enemies because we only saw really about four, yeah. maybe five different types. I would yeah. say um, overall, like I, I really liked it and I had a good time. Um, oh, yeah. But I do have a couple of like issues. Maybe it's just me, but... I feel like sometimes I appreciate the speed of it, but sometimes I feel like it's going by too fast and I'm not really it's getting to... very short. Yeah, I'm not yeah. really... Yeah. Even like the min- moment-to-moment combat, I feel like I'm not really taking in the thing because we're just legging it to the next one. And well, Especially when you play with someone like Jesse who just yeah. runs 30 yards <laughs> yeah. and mows everyone down. You're just like, oh, cheers. We're, we're, we're that just, that we're one moment when I was showing. running through all the crows. My one, moment. one moment. It was every <laughs> single one. I, I'm referring to specifically the crow moment, which usually you have to avoid, but really you're in a funnel here. My idea was, because you guys were dealing with enemies at the back, I would sprint ahead, attract all the crows, in which then the zombies in that area came to me. So noble. So I ended up assisting you lot. 
by killing the enemies yeah. ahead. I just want to say think, that. Yeah, you, you're constantly at 100 miles an hour. Even like, yeah. you know, the, the combat is 100 miles an hour as well. That sometimes I didn't feel like I was like appreciating the moment. It never, mm. there's only a few moments where we truly felt like, oh my God, we're swarmed here. How do we deal with this? And I kind of yeah. want more of those sort of moments. I think Le- there's, there's no has a lot of just... those. Sorry, go ahead. Go on. No, no, you do. Oh, you, no. You about your left for dead. Go on. Oh, no, this thing, like, you, you mentioned, you know, how you're constantly rushing through, you're always trying to get to that next safe room and stuff. And Left 4 Dead, you know, is pretty much like that. But a yeah. lot of the missions in Left 4 Dead are, are a fair bit longer than what's in Back for Blood. Right. And I'm thinking of the first mm. campaign in Left 4 Dead, No Mercy, when the um, Xbox 360 demo for that came out. It was only the first two, like, missions in that campaign, our total of four. And I've replayed that countless and countless of times. And even that felt longer than what back for blood did yeah and i'm a bit worried mm-hmm. with like replayability as well because you know i've put I mean, hundreds and hundreds of hours into left for dead but with back for blood i'm not really feeling that at the moment just from what we've played it's just very like we're saying it is very quick like we did i think there's eight missions like eight mm-hmm. i say missions eight levels yeah uh, and we did that in an hour and a half like you're looking at 10 minutes each I mean, for each yeah. of those there's there's no time to just stop and smell the corpses yeah. is what i'm saying well that final <laughs> mission we like, there's a part where, you know, you have to kind of essentially destroy something and then, you know, get into the escape vehicle. That took us, I feel like, yeah, minutes. 10 minutes. And then it ended. I was like, oh, that's the end. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I know there's more. That was at one. But yeah, maybe yeah. It, get maybe that is just all basically an intro section. I don't know how many of... I haven't done my research. I don't know if they've even said, like, how many of these acts there are in the campaign. Yeah. Um, I could also yeah. do with more variety. Well, I'm sure there is in the full game, like with any expense to taste of it. But in terms of the set pieces, like a lot yeah. of it is run to this point and get mm-hmm. to the safe house. Whereas I liked there was there's one mission where we had to coordinate planting bombs and stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah. I would want more of that. More like okay, you're in this area. You've got to almost solve it like not a puzzle, but you've got to put these things together to be able to get out of mm-hmm. that. I felt like it could have done with more of that. And hopefully the full game has that. And I'm just yeah. you know. well, we were in that one house and we were just absolute like we were all just covered in blood. There was one <laughs> yeah. house where, like we almost we almost failed. Like I think there was three of us down at one point and we managed to pull it around. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was a that was a horror house um i just i think i'm i've seen a lot of people being quite negative about it but i i quite enjoyed it i had a good time it's kind of exactly what i wanted which is i enjoy that it's quite i know we were playing it on normal difficulty which is the easiest option we could do but i liked that basically every of the just normal zombies is just like one shot gone and it has some of the most egregious lock-on in a shooting game i've ever seen you can turn that off but but I was, I don't know, at the same time, it's just like, I'm happy with this at the moment. Just chat. It's the it's exactly what I'd do with some other games. Just like zone out and just yeah. chat mm. and just have a laugh. It's and, very handy when you're yeah. on like the Desert Eagle or something. So you can just like constantly Ooh, yeah. snap in, snap out, snap in. Yeah. Like, to, so you're still picking them off relatively fast. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's, yeah, the sniper rifle feels like it would be useless most of the time because of the speed. But with the, yeah. with the lock on, mm-hmm. that kind of makes it a bit more. Well, it's almost got that sort of time splitters, House of the Dead sort of thing to it. It feels mm. more like a light gun arcade game than it does a console game in a way. Yeah. And I'm kind of i know i'm into it i i want to play more and yeah i don't know it's not too long till it's actually out is it is it not too uh, i, I, I want to yeah. say yeah, potentially you, uh, you mentioned like the negative reception i've been like i've been seeing it as well because i have a lot of mates like like me who you know love to left for dead one and two been waiting for mm. the third game to come out for ages and i think to the run-up of you know the alpha and now you know the open beta and stuff hearing that you know at launch, at least, offline play isn't going to be supported. I think that's a big thing for mm. people who played Left 4 Dead, especially because the AI was like 
It was really, really good AI. You know, they had really great callouts. They'd actually assist you if you go down. They'd swap weapons throughout the campaign. I'm not really seeing that in Back for Blood when I've played with the AI. And I think the big thing as well for like you know returning players from Left 4 Dead going into Back for Blood, there's no mod support. And I think that's what's worrying people as well, like you know big fans of mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead, because you're seeing the way you know you've got cards and stuff in this game, and in my head, especially with their you know prior history with Evolve. I'm imagining microtransactions and stuff. And I feel like for me, that's a worry when it comes to Back for Blood, especially with no yeah, mod support. Know. I've heard nothing about microtransactions. Yeah. I don't know if there are any. I haven't, haven't heard I, I feel like it'll it. be an easy thing to implement when they want to, given mm-hmm. how it plays. Because Left 4 Dead, like, you know, it was offline. It was so easy to pick up and play. And Back for Blood, you know, it's going to require mm-hmm. that internet connection. The AI is not too great. It's all leaning towards yeah. something that I'm not quite comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall, I did enjoy it. Like I said, yeah. I, I just like shooting lots of zombies. And I do kind of wish there was a bit more character to the characters. Mm. Like, I didn't really, I don't really care for any of them. And I mm. almost hoped they'd have more kind of unique abilities, like cool things they 100%. could do rather yeah. than just like, this one has 10% more stamina or something yeah. like that. That's not too exciting for me. Like, if there was, I know they had like unique weapons or something like that, that would be quite cool. Mm. But yeah. yeah, like I said, overall, kind of nitpicking. I, I had a great time and. I will play it, and I'm intrigued to play it on like nightmare difficulty and just see how hard it is. That, that's going to be like closer to like that closed alpha experience where there's so many zombies, it's ridiculous. Like you don't even have time mm-hmm. to think. And so I think that, that's is, what is that how it scales or how will it, will it scale? I've not tried it on higher difficulties. Does it scale in terms of um, like volume of zombies or is it? Yeah, like the AI like director goes pretty crazy mm-hmm. when it comes to like throwing just you know the normal infected and also the special infected because I don't think we saw that many special infected when we, we didn't, were. We playing. saw the ones with like the massive, like weird, horrible, like like the stretchy arm arms. things. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they had like the uh, boomer equivalent where you like you shoot yeah. and it explodes. And and there was kind of one almost like boss like massive yes. like golem yeah. sort of thing. He was um, the only one who felt like it took a lot to go down. The rest of mm. the special ones kind of still felt yeah. like once we all focused on them, it wasn't. Yeah, too maybe we need to try on a hard of course. See yeah. what it's like. But that's like I mentioned before. The one thing that worries me is that I think that, that is like forty to fifty percent friendly fire damage applies so yeah like the amount of time we were shooting each other like you'd have it I think must it was, be so it, difficult it was like mainly the lock-on thing and you know i think you would really have to coordinate yeah. like that card system if you're playing on hard difficult it's like this one person is really good at healing someone this other person's good at melee and whatnot like you want to probably focus and strategize more with cards because for us we're just like yeah i want more stamina who gives a fuck like yeah. it doesn't really matter when you're playing on normal because you're just in it mm-hmm. you know for yourself and stuff you're not really thinking about the team at large you're in it for yourself mate i was a team player. well no but when it comes to card stuff it's not like we're all thinking like oh let's go for this card and you go for that and i'll get the team upgrade so that yeah, it benefits sure. this card and stuff we weren't going on that that's because we level. knew it'd be useless because you just separate from the group anyway <laughs> listen man i saved you a lot plenty of times so let's not I get think twisted. there was actually a time when all three of you were down and i saved the day but i won't mention it i didn't mention it it's fine i wasn't gonna mention it until you did that okay. uh yeah anyway if you've played Bat for blood over this weekend it is an open beta i don't know is it is it a playstation only beta or is it i don't think it is actually sure. I think it's no, open on everything. sure i've seen it on because there is people playing on pc it's on pc yeah, because I think it's cross-play as well, actually. Mm, yeah, so I'll is. probably play it a bit more, check it out. and mm. Yeah, let us know what you think of Bat for Blood uh, at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com, the world's easiest email address. Um, I also this week was lucky enough to go hands-on with Black Panther Ooh. from Marvel's Avengers. The War for Wakanda expansion is out next tuesday i believe it's a free expansion as everything is with avengers like that's one thing you can't knock them on that they have given lots of free content yeah 
whether at times it's the content people want yeah. is another question. But this content, I'm going to stop saying the word content. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. It's good. Um, <laughs> look, it is content. It's content for a game. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what the War for Wakanda expansion is, is Black, Panth- Black Panther's introduction to mm. the Avengers game. Introduce him as a character, the whole Wakanda biome, and a story which, by all accounts, is pretty much as long as the Kate Bishop and Hawkeye's stories, which is a little disappointing to me. I thought it would be about double that, so that means it's probably... only a couple of hours. I would say you're looking at two to three Maybe four if you stretch it from okay. uh, the missions there. I mean, the missions were chunky. I played. I played the first, the first two missions, and that yeah. took me around an hour. Okay. So, do you think it'll be a uh, little bit longer for someone like a new player who might really like Black Panther, just delving into it? Maybe, now? yeah, because you can always explore. Because it's the way the Avengers missions are set up is you don't have to go straight to objective. You can explore the area yeah. and do side stuff. Um, but all in all, I'm I'm excited buy it but with a caveat of i think it's good for people who want to play that for a few hours i don't think it's sadly going to be the thing that saves marvel's avengers because it's not it's not really changing how the whole game works which is the main issue but let's focus on the positives which is black uh, black panther himself Mm. plays incredibly well as all the real all the characters in this game do that's the that's the frustrating thing. I think I said a lot of times it plays really well. I think like the combat is good. It's just yeah. what they have you do isn't great. And Black Panther feels really agile yet strong. He's kind of a mix of Black Widow and Captain America. He has a cool spear ability. He has almost like batarang daggers. He's just really fun to play. As, and you've got Christopher Judge. You play Kratos uh, in God of War, Lovely. playing him. That's really which cool. It's great. Like that's the thing. Like the voice. Like so much of this game, they've got so right. Yeah, and just bits of it just fall around, uh, 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 fall apart around it. I was going to ask, like, I haven't touched Avengers since launch, but mm. still in my head, it sounds like the kind of game I really want to play, just because I love, you know, that entire set and yeah. all the characters. But has much changed since the launch of Avengers, or is, like you mentioned, that's still core? I mean, it's like... a lot more stable. It doesn't break anymore, and it runs well. <laughs> that's what um, yeah. nice. The core multiplayer game isn't too different. They've added a few real, like, Omega threat level stuff, which is really hard. Like, some of it's really hard. Like, mm. But, like, if you're jumping in now, if you're someone who hasn't played since launch, you've got Kate Bishop, you've got Hawkeye, you've got Black Panther. You've got probably another eight to ten hours worth of story stuff there, which is quite cool. So is Spider-Man not um, in there yet? <laughs> no, Spider-Man is coming. Yeah. They've confirmed he's coming and okay. he is in development. Because that's that's probably who knows the part what, when like I might jump in just because I love Spider. Yeah, exactly. And what who knows thinking. what form that will take? Because obviously he's PlayStation exclusive, and are they really making like another three-hour story exclusively for PlayStation? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's added to the game as a character with maybe one mission and yeah. he needs him in more. I, I don't know. Sad. I feel like it's taken long enough that you you kind of want him to be coming mm. with a lot of ammunition. Yeah. I, I I don't know, but Black Panther feels great, and the kind of thing I took away from it was that they are showing a bit of variety in this new one. You've yeah. kind of got some actual puzzles to do, and there's like a cave system, which is hard not to think of Tomb Raider, especially as it's Crystal mm. Dynamics who obviously made the latest Tomb Raider games. Yeah. They've taken bits of that into it, and I just wish there was more of that from the outset, but I'm hopeful, like, I've obviously only played the first hour or so of it, but I think it'll be really fun. If you're looking forward to Black Panther, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. But beyond that, it's going to be that thing of beyond next week, am I going to delete Avengers off my yeah. PlayStation again? 
God, like mate. i don't know has it got you excited for what you know is coming up because i think you mentioned this like the is this like the first big expansion and everything else this is the first updates? big expansion but the others yeah this is the first one that's added a new area yeah the others and apart from that it's kind of well you've got the same amount of missions and the same and a new <laughs> character there are new villains and new enemy factions so that is okay. something a bit different i've um i've, but, I've not been yeah. following this game since long i played it and it mm-hmm. wasn't for me so i switched off you said that it's got hawkeye and kate bishop is that not basically the yeah. same character they're not no yeah. they've, they've both got a bow and arrow but they've diff- they play very differently in the well i say very different they play differently okay. in the game it just seems like, like a surprising back to back first dlc characters to be both yeah. bow and arrow people i suppose they're linked and to do with the story isn't it they right. had in mind which is kind of the interesting thing of where does this story go now because this is after war for wakanda we know spider-man is coming to playstation but apart from that there's no real roadmap of what is next to this game like is it the end? Yeah. Is there more? Oh. Like, so, like you didn't get I any hints know. from like the story, like oh, this could be coming up. Like there's no kind of build up. No, like they've constantly been hinting at stuff. Like there's rumors, like the way the they released a mission a few weeks ago that was uh, a Monica Rappuccini fight. She's one of the villains in the main game, if you remember her. And her bit re- kind of ends, and people think it's a tease for Ultron. Oh, Maybe okay. Ultron turns up in this Black Panther DLC. I don't know, because I'm obviously only, mm. I don't know, a third of the way through or whatever. Yeah. But mm. I don't know. They are hinting at stuff that... But who knows if they'll get the chance to do it. I, I, think. I also say it's a, like, a big enough license that you can't really give up on it, can you? You have to find a know. way to to sort of recoup your investment from it whether that mm. is paid dlc going forward or like a mm-hmm. sequel to it that just expands upon the idea and makes the idea i feel like that guardians better. game is probably going to come on people are going to be like see you later avengers yeah and probably move i kind of yeah but the guardians we'll game is a single player game though isn't it it's not yeah but yeah. i feel like at the end of the day people might just be getting tired of this like you know core gameplay loop when it comes with loot and all stuff and like you know all that kind of cosmetic oh, shit they might 100%. just want you know a a good single-player Marvel game, which, like, aside from Spider-Man, I can't really think of any other highlights that are like that. Do you know what? I really, fun. like... Did you ever play that Captain America game on... Was it on PS3? Xbox 360. Well, yeah, that generation. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. it was all right. I quite liked it. It was an Arkham rip-off, but I, yeah. I quite liked it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this is... It is a fun game, and I don't... You know, sometimes I apologise for, I think, liking it. I was like, I enjoyed nice. it. It's yeah. a fun game, and I like playing it with people and you know it gives me an excuse to talk to people it's just yeah for you know, sure it's just fun yeah i like it it's enjoyable uh yeah and if you're looking forward to black panther i'd still be very excited about it because i came away very impressed i mean you did like say said, it's all free Tuesday. so that's really good exactly mm-hmm. it's free and i don't know even if you haven't played any of the avengers game right now i imagine it's quite cheap how, how do you like, actually jump into expansion so if i hadn't finished like the core campaign mm-hmm. can i just be like i want to go and play as black panther in his campaign you... I think you can, because from the main menu, you would just select oh, okay. War for Wakanda expansion. I'm pretty sure you can just... Yeah, I don't think you have to have completed the campaign, or you'll just be very confused as to why, you know. <laughs> Spoilers, Captain America doesn't die at the start of events, what? like they told everyone I never does. got that far. Are you, are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I got uh, it. I worked that out. <laughs> yeah, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if anyone's genuinely angry about uh, that's that... That's the worst take kept a look secret in video yeah. game <laughs> history. <laughs> He's been in every trailer, playable trailer. He's playable. Like, but I actually uh, didn't get to the bit when he came back. So. No, I didn't either. Uh, well, I won't. I won't spoil how it happens. Maybe you'll finish that game uh, one day. Maybe I will not. <laughs> it's long deleted. <laughs> well, saying that, you've. Uh, well, actually, we'll move on. We're going to skip signing the right okay. because 
you said you won't go back to that, but for some reason you've gone back to Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. which I would say is a here, here's a bold statement is a worse game than Avengers. Well, that's nonsense I'm, for a start. Mm. It's not nonsense. But give give us a good reason, though. But, well, but I was going to mainly talk about the things that I found annoying. <laughs> uh, so it was. Why, why are you replaying? Okay, so it's kind of an accident, right? So here we go. <laughs> you accidentally installed like a 50 game game. Here we go. Here we go. The game, yeah. So I don't know if you boys noticed or know, but I love trophies, right? And oh, yeah. uh, Fallen Order was one of those games where if there's the PS5 version and if you install it and bring your save over, it just pings all the trophies. So it's like, obviously I'm going to do that, right? <laughs> so I did that, booted it up. And then I realized for some reason, my only cloud save was about a third into the game. And so I booted it up and I got some of them. And it pinged up. And then I was like, oh, that's really annoying. So I'd have to just play the whole thing again. And then I was like, uh, but I was in it. And I just started dabbling around for a bit. And the next thing I know was I'd done like several missions. And then I was just going for it. And then I ended up playing the whole game and getting a plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's so how I, that's effort, how I started man. playing it. But I will start with positive. Like, say what you want about that game. Like, the actual core, like being it's a Jedi. It's, it's perfectly fine game. Yeah. That's the thing. Being a Jedi, it's yeah. like super fun in that game. Like it, even when I'm down to like the collectible hunt and I'm just working my way through these maps and just coming across mm. stormtroopers. And now, cause I'm all souped up, I'm like, pull yeah. one towards me, stab it through his chest, force push another one away, then do like mm-hmm. a massive blast where I pull them all in at once and do like the split lightsaber thing. It's, like it is really satisfying combat. Like I don't get bored of it at all. And sound effects and presentation is mm. obviously phenomenal. But I was reminded. Like I didn't hate it the first time. I, in fact, I quite enjoyed it the first time around. I think the fact that it's, you're a Jedi for the first it feels like the first real game where you get to play as a Jedi mm. and it's like legit. You know, not just a, a crappy game. Just Jesse has What, <laughs> what kind of games are you saying, then, mate? Uh, no, I mean, look. Well, I base it on the like the games I played on like the PS One era. Like, yeah, the yeah, Force yeah. Unleashed. Yeah, I, I see. Yeah, I never the Force, mate. I didn't think much of the Force Unleashed to be honest. So, uh, yeah. but this felt like true, like sort of uh, wish fulfillment, you know. And so I liked playing it for that aspect. Yeah. But there's so many like bad design decisions in those <laughs> things. Like all the sliding stuff is absolutely so mental. Much. Not only because there's so much of it, but also it's so easy to mess it up and you're constantly <laughs> dying and it re and it just takes you back a step, takes you back a step, and it's so instant yeah. that it's just like how did they when they were testing this, how did they not think, Oh, we should probably just make this easier to slide down these paths? Like so many sharp corners or jumps that you can time wrong. That was one thing. Another thing is I think I understand what they're going for, right? I don't play these games mm-hmm. um, on the hardest difficulty. In fact, I played it on the easiest difficulty because I want to be a badass Same. Jedi and kill yeah. people. <laughs> I know that's not what a Jedi does, but you know. Um, and I yeah. want to destroy everyone. Uh, but they were going for that sort of a light Dark Souls vibe. But they've built the maps, especially uh, Zepho, like that, where it's a whole, you know, it's all about looping back and unlocking secret paths. Yeah. But when you get to the end of one bit and then it's like, okay, now you have to go all the way back to your ship again. There's so much. Why is there no fast yeah. travel back yeah. to the ship? It's crazy yeah. how much back travel. And then the worlds are not that good either. So there's so much like backtracking through boring environments. Like, is it called Bagano? The first like planet that you really go to is the most boring looking planet. It's just like a few mm-hmm. rocks formations yeah. and then a temple. And yeah. I think. They could have done. I, I'm, I'm sure they're making a sequel. They might have already announced. That, actually, I'm not sure. Um, I think there's rumours at least. Um, and I think if they can work on their world design, they could. There's something really special there. I just mm. think the way the maps are built are, are just 
awful. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. it's like it's Star Wars, and you can have so much ver- verticality to it just because you are playing as a Jedi. You know, yeah. the Force jump exists and all sorts. But I, I think for me, like the only thing I really didn't enjoy about Fallen Order is was just the combat because when I've pictured Jedi games, I think. Um, you know, like uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy and stuff where it's really fast-paced and stuff and, you know, you're jumping over people and you're rolling around and stuff and you have, you know, different lightsabers you can use. And I don't want to play as a Jedi and feel like, you know, I'm going to do like a really slow, like, roll to the side. Like, it felt like I was playing Dark Souls and with, like, a baseball bat. That's what they're going for. And I agree with you on the harder, even normal, like... Yeah. But on easy, it does... I feel like it does feel like what you wanted. Like, for me anyway, I felt like... Towards the end of the game, when I'm souped up, when I'm powered up, yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt like I was just like absolutely dominating the circle. Yeah, but of when all I these switched elements. to easy, it, yeah. like it was a bit more of an enjoyable experience, but not exactly what I was looking for. But presentation yeah. wise, especially that ending when you know you end up going against, I mean, the game's been out for ages now, yeah. Vader. Yeah. That was a spectacle, and I love that. But yes. I think just going against normal people like stormtroops and stuff, I just didn't find too enjoyable. Well, I, th- I think, like, I think one of the highlights in terms of maps is Kashyyyk. And I think that's quite interesting. You know, when you're going up the giant tree and stuff, I think that's quite interesting, but it's also crazy. The amount of bug type creatures that you have to fight and how easily they can dominate you on the normal (laughs) difficulties as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I know what you mean, but like when I said about wish fulfillment, my God, my, that game is wish fulfillment on easy mode only for me. Like that, yeah. I feel, I want to feel super powered. You know, yeah, yeah, I play for that sure. Game. And for me, that game's more about like the Metroidvania stuff anyway, you know, like unlocking a new gadget that can get me to a new area and I'm discovering things. And on, on the way, I'm murking, murking stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. Darth um, murking. But yeah, uh, I, I finished it again last night and I had, I'm not even going to, I have already gave it a response now, haven't I? Surely <laughs> someone has made that Darth Merkin. Um But yes, I. it was interesting to go back to it when it wasn't the hype all around it, when it just released and everyone was buzzing talking about it. Like, I know there was a lot of hyperbole, particularly from um, like Americans who like was talking about it as Game of the Year nominee. And, stuff. Yeah, I and I thought that was insane. Um, and going back now with like, <laughs> like it's, it's been and gone. And just looking yeah. at it with fresh eyes, not coloured opinion. I think yeah. it's a seven out of ten game. Yeah, I sure. think it's about that. Yeah, yeah. I would say not just every American. Yeah, I think we're talking no, no, about no. IGN. I was saying <laughs> the US colleagues. Would, who, when I was saying, I think a lot of people there thought it was better than we did. I say yeah. particularly um, American yeah, yeah. people who work in the games media yeah. industry yeah, seem yeah. to think it was better than I thought. But they also thought that about Ghost of Tsushima as well. I guess. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. Yeah, I I liked it, like you said. It's probably a seven, and I'd give Avengers a seven now. So, Mm. you know, maybe it's a slightly harder seven for Avengers, a slightly better game. You haven't even finished it, mate. You can't comment. I would, Uh, yeah, I guess I'm more into Star Wars and Marvel as well. That kind of colours that. Mm. But before we move on, I just want to say that there is a character called Merkin. Except it's Talos oh. Merkin, and he was a veteran starfighter pilot for the Rebel Alliance. Isn't, doesn't Merkin bring him back as a Darth? Isn't Merkin like a pube wig as well, or something? What? I, I think it is something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's grim. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> a Merkin is a wig yeah, made to cover the pubic area. Covering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. But it's also a great thing that Rio Ferdinand used to say a lot. <laughs> so, but he, he, he wasn't. Do you know what Rio Ferdinand looks a little bit like Darth Maul? <laughs> I reckon if you put Darth Maul face paint on Rio Ferdinand, he'd, he could pull it off. Potentially. I'm, I'm imagining Rio Ferdinand when he signed for Man United and he was wearing that white suit, that disco suit almost. Yeah, yeah. Just give him a lightsaber. Yeah. Put Darth, Darth Maul's face Wait, paint on is, him. Is, 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 is he a boxer now? No. no, I think he did a couple of, like, maybe he did like oh. an exhibition boxer. Just like how CM Punk He's, tried to do UFC. 
like it's, it's that kind yeah, of scenario. just like that yeah, yeah exactly yeah, the same like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway there's dale's what almost two year old review of jedi <laughs> fallen order for everyone hey, it's always um, nice to rehear it i also, <laughs> watch, I also watched scarface of a night should i talk about that <laughs> why I not i mean it's a good film yeah, have you ever good, played yeah. the scarface <laughs> game yeah, the world is no, yours. I haven't actually. No, I never the balls, the ball, is it the, the balls, balls meter? meter? Yeah, yeah. The balls yeah. meter. I mean, he does talk about really balls in that film a lot. Yeah, to be he fair, does so. love do balls. Know, I thought you'd definitely have played that game. No, it's kind of. Do you know what kind of game it is? Uh, isn't it like GTA ripoff? It's yeah. kind of a GTA yeah. clone, but the cool thing about it is, it's kind of an alternative history where. He Am survives. I going to spoil the end of Scarface? Yeah, Wait, I don't know. It's been out fucking it's, ages. <laughs> what, the film you know what, or the game? It isn't on my uh, list. <laughs> it isn't my list to watch uh, from the 70s anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's the 80s. I've, it's I've 80s. Oh, you have yeah. watched it, though, haven't you? I've seen Oh yeah, I've seen the oh, film. Oh right, it's, yeah. I thought you made <laughs> yeah, it sound like. Times. Yeah, Did yeah, you hear yeah. the films you recommended I, I, last week? I think he's seen Scarface. Uh, <laughs> oh no, just no, because like, you, you made it sound people. like, oh, it's on my watch list. I have not seen it yet. <laughs> oh no, sorry, it's on my. Oh, I forgot you don't listen to podcasts, so you mm, don't know yeah, what yeah. we talk about. But uh, I had a couple of nice people. Thank you if you uh, messaged me saying you watched one of the films, suggested and enjoyed it. I didn't expect anyone to watch Lady Abelik, but people <laughs> did. So there you go. Um, but yeah. What were we talking Scarface about? Scarface the game. Know. We went off. We were, <laughs> Scarface the game. Very good. Yeah. It kind of picks up from the end of the film, but obviously a different ending. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. He's all very good. You got to kill all those cockroaches. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to do the accent. Uh, right. Let's talk about Far Cry VR, which mm. kind of, you could see Tony Montana as a Far Cry villain. I guess you could, yeah. Like, well, a version of Tony Montana. Not actually yeah, Tony Yeah, like Montana. some sort of yeah. Coke Lord. Yeah. yeah. Cuban um, Coke Lord, yeah. You. I was going to say you two didn't because I assume Jesse did, but you were still stuck in Spain at the time. Weren't you? Yeah, so, uh, I'm quite upset yeah. I missed this. Oh, yeah. Well. But Dale, you got to go down with Matt and Emma to try out Far Cry in VR, which is more exciting than it sounds because Far Cry in VR does make me just think you were sitting at home playing VR. Yes. But you weren't. Uh, if it was that, I wouldn't be interested, if I'm being brutally honest, because <laughs> uh, I don't really play VR games. I have I get motion sickness quite easy, so VR's kind of mm-hmm. not for me. Like I liked Astro Bart, but that's kind of a little bit different you know you're yeah. the observer in mm-hmm. that as opposed to being the character uh so but far cry vr is actually something that you can't play at home it's not available on any it's not available on oculus or anything like that it's uh, only at remote locations so it's more of an experience it's something you have to go to the one i went to was in um, london in wembley box park but i believe there's one in birmingham i want to say sheffield have a look at their website anyway uh if i could remember what their name of the company is called search far cry vr i'm sure you'll find it that way but there there's several in america as well so what it is is a giant room and i mean giant it's like a size of a couple of buses like it's, it's quite big and they strap on a vr helm headset and they give you a gun and the there's a pc but it lives on your back it's a backpack basically so you're carrying around these remote pcs but you're all connected in a world where you're playing a far what you would expect to be a far cry vr experience but you're you've got free roam like within this huge space you can walk around so you are actually it's almost we're getting to like oasis (laughs) matrix levels here (laughs) where you're actually walking around in this world and you like Mm. there were several points where i had to ask matt to move out the way because he was standing in my way (laughs) see that's wicked because i could see it in the vr it's like i was trying to get a good shot and he was blocking this path i was like matt can you move to right bit? i'm trying to get past you here and that was like super surreal like walking around with your friends in a vr thing but they look different obviously um the actual experience and i believe they've got other games as well you can play is really good and I recommend it wholeheartedly. Like it's a really unique 
take on VR. It's almost like you could argue like the next step of VR, truly bringing yourself, immersing yourself into these worlds. Unfortunately, the game though is kind of, oh, Matt said it in his written pieces, Far Cry in name only. It's, yeah. It almost feels like they had this idea of this shooting gallery, time crisis move from one location mm. to the next. And within that location, you can walk around, but you're largely stuck in a zone before you travel to the next zone. And then it's just a kill box. It's just constantly enemies coming at you, take them all down, take them all down. And the only really thing that makes it Far Cry is a tropical location. And at the start, Vaz is there. And at the end, Vaz is there. From Final yeah. Three, and that's it. <laughs> does he get proper in your face at any point? Uh, yes, right at the start, he gets in your face. He does the whole speech from basically whole, like wholesale lifted from Far Cry Three. Does um, he individually go to everyone? No, so from, in their face. From looking back like, at the footage, from looking back at the footage, the appears the opening section where you see Vaz um, is uh, you're just on your own. Okay, so you're, okay, okay, you're in a cage, okay, okay. and then it, right. then it releases you, and then you come together with your friends. So right. you all get that same experience. There is also, like, another thing that makes it Far Cry is there's also a drug-induced section. I'm not going to, like, oh, yeah. spoil too much about that, but then lots... But, well, all I heard was that Emma had a fantastic time. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of have to spoil one thing about it, one tiny little bit about the drug-induced thing. There is um, lots of uh, sea creatures that fly over your head, including a giant whale and sharks at some point. And Emma, as well documented on this podcast, not a fan of whales, apparently. That's so, so cute, though. <laughs> I mean, but in, imagine what things are... Think about what things are like in VR. Like, did you play that... Of course you played Vader Immortal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when... I didn't realise how fucking hench yeah. and tall Vader is. He is like, massive. I feel embarrassing here. I get terrified in VR when, like, something giant comes towards me. So, yeah, when you look yeah. up and you, there's a whale going above your head, it's quite an intimidating thing to see. And then... Poor Emma, and I think she was just silent. She didn't really, into the air. <laughs> you didn't really hear much from her. She was just like frozen in fear. Yeah, um, yeah. The whole thing goes on for about half an hour, and it's also um, they keep a score, they tally the mm. score as well. So it's it's a it's more of a fun experience you can do with friends, like going to Laser Quest or something like that. Yeah, um, you can play up to eight players. We played with three of us. Oh wow! I can't imagine eight players in that. That must be mental. It must be like they must be banging into each other what, all the time. <laughs> what I want to know is, is that so? Obviously, it's you're in a humongous room, yeah. and like, are you starting in, for example, like the left corner, and you're kind of staying around there, and then like after you kill all the animal enemies, you start to like just move a little bit, and no. then you stand still. So, like, how, how does it transport you to like these different sections? So I don't know how it works for other games. Games, but for this game in particular you start in a little square like it tells mm. you points on the floor to walk to so you stand there okay and then the sections will usually be walk a couple of meters and you're on like a lift an elevator okay. or something that takes you to the next section and the, but then there is a few where it's walking down paths but if mm. you like if you looked at it on paper i think you'd clearly see that you're walking around in circles right yeah so you're, okay, you're walking right. around a corner then you're walking off to this bit then you're walking back upon yourself so mm. it makes use of the space in a clever way but when you're in the vr world it feels like you're actually traveling quite a distance no that's really cool yeah that sounds good it's not just like you can't just see all the areas in one big thing you're, you're taken right. from area to area and there's yeah, yeah yeah i maybe overstated how much walking there truly is like there's not <laughs> like a massive you're amount not of, doing like a couple kilometers but there's a, a cool bit like the last area of of combat you're in you're around the, like the stone walls kind of around you but it's got gaps in it and you feel like that's where you can stand but then at one yeah. point i noticed matt just walked off really far into the distance so i was like oh that's I, really cool but i was so like in the VR mode where you just like sort of you were stay buying stationary. into it. Yeah. But then I realized, oh, ha hang on, I can actually walk all the way up. Because I was like struggling to shoot guys who are so far away. 
So yeah. I just like, okay, I'll just walk over there. So I walked like 10 meters over there. That's and, cool. Like my whole perspective changed. How do you, what, did any of you like die? What happens if you die? Does the screen just turn red? Uh, and when you die, do you, you're... Do you have to fall over? No, I wish. <laughs> like the uh, equipment. It was, I was ducking lots of times though, because that works, obviously. Like ducking yeah. undercover and yeah. stuff. Uh, no, when you die, your gun flashes white, well, it goes white. And you're just out of the game for about five seconds and then you're back in again. So okay. it's, it's, no, there's not a massive penalty. But yeah, it also, would be shit if there was because you paid for it, I guess. Like, you're just you're done. Yeah, you're just done game over. <laughs> well, we did, we did die a lot as well because it's, I wouldn't say it's completely 360 degree combat, but it's close, right? And um, so there's a lot of times you're shooting a cluster on one side and then you'll be getting mm. shot in the back by someone else because you didn't think about yeah. them being over there. So there's a lot of those instances. Um yeah, I feel, also, it's one of those things, you're just getting used to how this works. I imagine our second time, we'd be a lot better at it. Yeah. You'd be like a late You, you didn't have place. to, like, climb at all. No, there was no like climbing. 40-foot tower. And I also, yeah. I, I checked with somebody who worked there beforehand. There's no way, there's no instances where the game just drops you as well. That would okay. make yeah. near enough anyone yeah. feel completely ill if you're new to VR. Did you play that yeah. PSVR game? Uh, it's the one that came packaged with the gun peripheral. Oh, what was it called? Oh, it's like when you're shooting aliens and yeah, stuff, Yeah, it's all like right? um, Starship yeah, yeah, Troopers I, I, style. Like, mm, I never had a PSVR, but I know the oh, game. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I was playing it at yeah. work, and there was a bit where you walk over a bridge, and the bridge collapses and drops you like 100 feet. And I, I just took the helmet off at that point. I was like, no, not yeah, doing Yeah, because anyway. your, your mind and your body is just like two <laughs> yeah. separate things at that point. Yeah. You just can't handle it. It sounds interesting. I think you can do it for what, up to 10 friends as well. Eight, what, you said eight, friends, right? I think it's people, yeah. Eight. So, um, it's, it's, um, so crazy. At Wembley Box Park, like, yeah. they've got, I believe they've got several games. Also, while you're there, you know, they've also got, I noticed they've got Axe Row in there. They've got some, uh, they've got Mini oh, Golf there. I was like, seems like a great place to you go just for like... in Wembley Box Park now. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, they've got, they've got good food there as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There. When I was in there, I was like, watch, this watch, just looks like a fun day of coming in and playing loads of different types of games you know yeah. did you say they had different vr games as well yes or was it i just did the far cry experience? i can't tell you what they are but i know they do have okay. um several different experiences i don't know if they're yeah. all like gun combat they might be because i know there used to be like a star wars one that was like a similar premise and i know you can't play it like on your oculus or anything yeah. else so i guess it's similar to that standard yeah yeah experience. I, I mean jesse i think you'd you'd, you'd love to check it out like it's not don't think of it as a game. It. Think of it as going like, like I said before, doing laser quest or something. It's just a, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a fun experience like, to do. You lot go into this and me watching the video afterwards. Like it just made me realize, like I desperately want like just a time crisis VR or House of the Dead kind of thing just to play at home because I'd love that. Yeah. And this sounds like right up my street, and it's not even that far from me as well, which no, is yeah. cool. There we go. Maybe get get yourself down and shoot some bad guys <laughs> on a beach. Uh, that's, that's what we all want to do, <laughs> isn't it? Um, what have we got going on next? Should we do an endless search? Yeah. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got question for you. Is it in the search? Dale, hello, quiz man. Quiz me up, baby. I I have got a quiz, but it was not my quiz, and this quiz <gasps> is oh, from Zach. Zach has sent it in, and so this is uh. So Zach, I'm going to read Zach's emails. It's hi guys and now gal. I've been a listener to the podcast for years and it remains a weekly highlight of my long commutes around the country. I've intended to write in a number of times, but never got my ass into gear. Well, no more. I finally decided to write in with an endless search game for you to play with a twist on a recent Metacritic score game we've all enjoyed. It's basically the classic Bruce Forsyth style higher or lower game. Uh, so 
what we, what he sent in is five rounds and we've got 10 higher or lower options. He suggested a, a mechanic, which I think can work, which it's almost like winner stays on to a certain degree. And then when we get to the 10th one, whoever's still in charge wins the game. I guess on the 10th one, mm-hmm. if that person gets it wrong, then it get, the point goes to the other person. So are you, present as a, are you presenting us with an answer and we just decide which... So I'll present you with lower. the first one and then I'll say the next one and I'll tell you what the the uh the concept is and then it, it'll, it'll become self-apparent it's very I easy get you. and i, I believe it's you. all based let me just check uh okay it's, it's all based on so, british so there is metacritics uh, several metacritics ones but there is a how long to beat one and oh g- lifetime gross revenue as well so yes. the sexy ones okay so let's do it uh round number one is indie game metacritic metascores Okay, and um, we'll start off. The first one is Steam World Dig on the PS4, which got an 82, which seems quite high. Um, okay, uh, let's say, Jesse, you can go first on this one. So high, uh, the next game is Shovel Knight on the PS4. Are you going higher or lower than 82? Absolutely higher. You are correct. It's 90. Shovel Knight Everyone loves Shovel Knight, here. apparently. So, Jesse, you stay on until you balls it up. <laughs> unless you don't okay i'll I'll have a rest there (laughs) (laughs) the next game is inside on the pc higher or lower than 90 higher it's actually lower it's 87 so now the baton passes to simon hello you sound happier (laughs) the next game i'm here the next game is limbo on the pc higher or lower than 87 Well, Inside is a better game than Limbo, but I think people maybe went more mad for Limbo because it was newer when it came out. Mm. <sighs> higher or lower than 87? I'm going to go higher. It is higher by one point. It's 88. Oh, Extremely close. Certified people genius. are wrong. I mean, they're both very good. <laughs> yeah. The next game, Simon, is Bug Snacks on the PS5. Higher or lower than 88? A, a game I reviewed myself. Uh, gave it an 8 out of 10. So by that <laughs> metric, I'm going lower. <laughs> so you are on the high end, mate, because it is lower and it's 75 is on metric. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing you learn about this business is people don't know what they're talking about there. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that'll be me. Card <laughs> <No. laughs> banging song, though. Card is rank continues. I like game. it. Alpha. It was good fun. Yeah. Played that over Christmas. Yeah. Another Cardi favourite The Witness. Is it? Oh, that's absolutely higher. That's one of the best games ever made. Just saying out right now. It is higher. 87. <laughs> yeah. Keeps the, yeah. the rain continues. Next up, Super Meat Boy on the PS4. Higher or lower Ooh. than 87? See, that was kind of one of the big first, you know, breakout indies, wasn't it? Mm. That's one people, they did love that game. Obviously, an indie game, the movie. If you've seen that, good film. It's good film. Uh, higher or lower than 87? To 87. I'm going to go higher. You are wrong. It's 85. Uh, Jesse, pro- you're yeah. up. You're up, mate. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I probably would have been higher for like the 360 release because that was like an Xbox arcade game, wasn't it? So yeah, it's been out for ages arcade, by that point. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Bear in mind the consoles because that could affect. Oh. The next one, higher or lower than 85? Little Nightmares on the PS4. Lower. It is lower, 78. Only got three left. Mm. Hollow Knight on the Switch, higher or lower than 78? Absolutely higher. It's got to be, surely. It's higher. 
Okay, Keep good. <laughs> I did the old X Factor bit there. I thought I'd try it out. Okay, two left. Next one is Celeste on the Switch. Higher or lower than 90? Higher. God, don't even take your time to think about That's it, do very you? Close. No, because people, be people love that game. I know that. I just told you Hollow Knight got a 90, though. Yeah, but people yeah, also no. love Hollow Knight as well. It's those kind of games where, like... It can't be higher than 90, can it? It has to it be. It could be. You stick it with higher? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah, you yeah, gave yeah. it a 10, but I don't think many places did. It is higher. 92. Yes. Last one. Oh, not by a lot, though. If you get this one, mm. Jesse, you get the point. World Wedge. of Goo on the Wii. Higher or lower than 92? <sighs> you see, World is of Goo... Is it a curveball? Is it a curveball? That game... Is on a lot of people's <laughs> lists when it comes to recommended Wii games, mm. but this is it. Does this count user score as well? It or no, the only information I've got is Metacritic Metascore. Okay, uh, I want to say higher, just... higher than ninety-two. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's bold. I wouldn't have gone for that. Jesse gets a point. Ninety-four. Is it? Yeah. Ninety-four. <laughs> why else would, why else would that be that it's a joke because it's a Wii game, so people would think it's shit, right? Why is it a joke because it's a Wii game? There's lots of good Wii games. You're lucky, Joe's yeah, not no here. No, your head right no now. one else in You're this. You're going to get a message. No, later. no one else in this team is going like, "Oh, I'm going to take the Wii out to play a game." No one else, other than most likely me. Oh, All right, mate. What? <laughs> what? Wait. I don't know. You went from slagging it off to the great defender. There was. I don't know what's oh, going no, on but anymore. What, what, what I'm saying is, is that not a lot of people are going to be whipping out the Wii to play like the great titles on it because it's just too much, too much of a hassle. That, that is true. I, mean, well, I won't because I don't have one. Well, you don't, but, you, don't yeah. want, you don't use the Wii sensor and get the nunchuck and then you've got to get batteries and shit. That stuff's long. The only thing I'd want to play, really play on the Wii again is like um, Mario Galaxy and I can play them on the Switch now. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, might be fun to cool. whip out Wii Sports once in a while, but yeah, it's a lot of effort, it's isn't game. it? Whip it out. Okay, so this one is Movies Worldwide Lifetime Gross Revenue. Worldwide. Okay, Worldwide. okay this, oh, this is where I can have it. Okay, so <laughs> number one is Avengers Infinity War, which was That's 280... Film, sorry, 2,000... 2,847,000,000. Not very good at reading numbers. Yeah. Okay. So, Simon, the most this is up to you now. So, the next one is Jurassic World. Is it higher or lower? Lower. It is lower. Was was that the? Is it the fourth film? That's like in the new trilogy, right? Jurassic World was the first. Yes, was the reboot. Oh, okay, right, right. Yeah. So, Jurassic World was one billion six hundred seventy million. Next one, Simon, is Jurassic Park. Why are you suddenly calling me Simon all the time? Is this the quiz? <laughs> it's the quiz, yeah. In the quiz, quiz mode, it's Simon. Um, sorry, what was it? Jurassic Park. Oh. Is this a just for inflation? <laughs> <laughs> all I know is the number um, that's in front of me. So the so Jurassic oh. World was 1,670,000,000. See, like when Jurassic World came out, it was... It might have even overtaken E.T. It was, if not, it was very close to E.T. as like the biggest. I don't think it could have earned that much, though. I'm going lower. It is lower. It's one million and thirty-four. Unbelievable. Simon keeps his run going. The next one. <laughs> Minions. Oh mate, that that film bank. It is higher, but not by like a substantial amount. Only by about sixty million or something. Eighty million. Anyway, it's by like, a few minions. Yeah. <laughs> it was one billion. It still made a billion though. One billion one hundred fifty-nine million was minions. This is a good run. Classic good run you got here. 
That's a good run. This. Next one. I'm happy. The Dark Knight. Higher or lower than 1,159,000,000. Oh. I'm going higher again. You are wrong. It's lower. Oh. So The Dark Knight did break a billion, but it's 1,006,000,000. Oh, just did it. Yeah, Unbelievable. Just did. It was a good run. I'm a bit annoyed you're not doing the Breezy voice for all of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if I could commit to that for the whole length of this, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> uh, next up, it's Jesse, you've got the baton. Toy Story 4, higher or lower than 1 billion and 6 million? I want to say, I want to say lower. You're wrong, it's actually higher. Not by much, not by much. It's 1 billion and 73 million. In my head, so I feel fun. like that was mostly like a nostalgia thing. I don't think it's a good film. Were... As well. No, what? I know, it's... but I'm fi- the way I'm picturing it is that it's a people Disney Toy Story film, mate. I know, but I don't know how many kids <laughs> actually care about Toy Story loads that much. <laughs> um, Probably most enough to make know. one billion. And there's enough people my age going to yeah. see. Yeah, it yeah, I'm picturing well. more people your age than kids yeah. watching it to be I fair. don't know I feel like everyone my age is having kids is taking their kids now I would say yeah. anecdotally all my nieces absolutely love that film fair enough they got they all had their own forkies yeah. combat call yeah. <laughs> uh, okay goes back to Simon yeah. here we are Venom oh god Go get him. How much? Venom, get him. <laughs> that can't like I'm just a there's no way that's any more than Toy Story. I'm going lower it because it would be, frankly, hurtful to me if it earned more money than Toy Story. So it was lower. You're right. It yeah. was 856 million. So still a wow. decent chunk of change. Pennies. That. That. Yeah. Make that in a day. Next up, Simon. <laughs> Iron Man. Higher or lower than Venom? It's the first Iron Man. Do you know what? I'm going lower. It is lower. Substantially so. Iron Man was 586 million. Mm. There we go. Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> You'd want that. Here's, here's a curveball for you. Next one. Yeah. The Hangover. Higher or Higher. lower than 586 million? It's not like the highest earning like R-rated comedy of all time, maybe? I don't know. I'm Comedy. going higher. Yeah. You're going higher? Yeah. Surely. It's lower. For what? 469 million, which is a lot of money for yeah, a comedy. It's still, still a lot still of money a lot for of cash, a though, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Jesse, so I thought it was. I thought it was near a billion. I thought it was a lot. Jesse, it moves to you, and there's only two left. You could get the point. If yeah. both Lord this, I've of got, the got like seven, and he's got one, and <laughs> I can still lose. It's just the rules. That's where the game goes. You gotta keep streak going. I should call this game uh. the streak. That's what it's called. Right, and Jesse, what a great name. Here's <laughs> some expertise for you. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Higher or lower than 469 million? See, it was such a long wait that people must have paid so much. Like, a shit ton of people must have watched that. It has to be higher. Of course it's higher, mate. I can't okay, believe you ever doubted that one. <laughs> well, no, just because everyone shits on that film, and yes, rightly but so. It made it, but did you ever see the video of all the people that came out of the cinema seeing that film and what they were saying well, about it? they were it? like, wow, that's the Everyone's talking about it like ever. it was the greatest film they've ever seen. Yeah. It's because Darth Maul happened right at the end, so they forgot everything else. Rear Ferdinand's in it, that's why. <laughs> Darth Merkin, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, the answer was 1 billion and 27 million, by the way. So over double. The last one, Jesse, you can get the point if you get this. Higher or lower than 1 billion and 27 million? Inception. 
that's a tough one. I'm just going to say lower. What are you basing that on? <laughs> just, I got, I got a feeling it might, be, it might be a bad one. I'm just going to say on the top. Jesse, you are correct. You guys, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, 837 million. <laughs> Star Wars always beats anything. That is not always true. But yes. <laughs> Round three. Just, it's a disgrace, this, isn't it? Yeah. Who's winning right <laughs> now? It's two, two nil to Jesse. I oh, mean, wicked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still, still all to play for. Still all to play for. This, this round is games. Is and Yeah, because it's five rounds. Oh, it's a five. Oh. Sorry, three. Oh, this, right, okay. this is games and how long it takes to beat them, the main story. And I assume this data is based on how long to beat website, which is the average. And it, sorry, yeah. is this main story like that section? Yeah, or like it actually does say. Yeah, sorry, I didn't read it out. It says main story in brackets. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. Okay, cool. That's important to know. So uh, I think I think Jesse first. Well, no, I think we're going to start with Sanford. I right. think it should be whoever oh, got the, won the last point. The other person gets the advantage. I feel like. <laughs> okay, that so makes sense. Bullshit. I, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so yeah. the starter is Batman: Arkham Knight, which takes sixteen and lower sixteen no. and a half hours. <laughs> That seems like quite short. 16 and a half hours for Batman, Batman Arkham Knight. I suppose, yeah, if you're just doing main. Yeah. So, the next game is Hades. Is it higher or lower than 16 and a half hours? So that's, a, like, I mean, where are you considering the story <laughs> yeah, ending on isn't that Isn't that game? like a bit unfair? Because like, isn't it an endless game? It's, sort of? it's not unfair when there's data in front of me, mate. Oh, no, there are credits. So, I mean, you've surely done this, yeah, Cardi. But, like... There's some if you beat it, we count if you beat it once or if you beat it like 10 times. No, surely you once you I think hit it's the credits beat, the first yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. That. Okay, I'm I'm going lower then because it definitely took me lower. Okay. You're wrong, it's higher. <laughs> That's <What>? ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's 20, by how much? 21 hours apparently. Wow. Uh, Jesse, the battle is past to you. Now. The Last of Us. I was going to say, I said that like I was going to say part two. Sorry. Yeah. The Last of Us. The Last of Us. <laughs> a bit of a hint of a Scottish accent there. Uh, yeah, The Last of Us. Is it higher or lower than 21 hours? It has to be lower. It can't take you 21 it hours is. to finish That's that. It's got to be like 16 again, hasn't it? It's lower. It's 15.5. So, Carly, you're very gonna... close there. But it stays with Jesse. I'm good when it's a game that has a definitive story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, hey, blame Zach. I didn't come up with these. Next up. Portal 2, higher or lower than 15 and a half hours? Lower. It is lower. It's 8.5. I wasn't going to waste any time on that one. We all know that one. Yeah, yeah. The next one is a tricky one. Lego City Undercover, higher or lower than 8.5 hours? Higher. It is higher. 15 and a half hours. You've got a lot to do in Lego games. I don't think I've ever played Lego Undercover, to be fair. That is a pretty good game, actually. Jesse's keeping the streak going. Next up. Mario Odyssey, higher or lower than 15 and a half hours? Give him a Slay the Spire, see how long it takes. Higher. He's saying higher. Yes, locked in. It's lower. It's 12.5 hours, which seems really short. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose if you're just running through all the levels, not collecting any moons. That's true. It passes to Simon. I could replay that game now, actually. Mm. Higher or lower than 12 and a half hours? Immortals Phoenix Rising. It's got to be high, yeah. It is high. It's 25 hours. Yeah, I was going to say, again, can't be 12. Next up, God of War, the 2018 release. 
Oh, you should know this. Higher or lower than 25 hours. That is a tough one. If you mainline that game, I reckon you could do it in like 18 to 20. But I know I took nearer 30. I'm going to say if you are mainlining that game, it's lower. It is lower. It's 21 hours. There's only three left. Next up, Marvel Spider-Man. Higher or lower than 21 hours? Lower. It's going to be like 18. It's lower. It's 17. Close. 100%. That can't be that long. Two left. And here's here's another one you might enjoy. Higher or lower than 17 hours? Hollow Knight. (laughs) That's high. That is definitely higher. That's that's more like a 30-hour game, isn't it? It is higher. It's 26 hours. Yeah. That's a decent Last one. Can you get this over the finish line? 20, 26. Okay. Higher or lower than 26 hours, Skyward Sword HD on the Switch. Oh, why, why does it have to be a game I haven't played? Um, <laughs> 50-50, so, I think it's going to be like, because even the Zelda games like Breath of the Wild you think are big, I think that how long to beats are surprisingly short. Like you mm. could do it in like 12. So I'm going to go lower. He's gone lower than 26 hours. I'm afraid it's higher, mate. It's 30 what? hours. That's <laughs> not because people have played that version, that, that game before. I would have expected it to be in general lower. Don't question the data. All right? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not the one questioning the data. Uh, but I have been swindled yes. again. That I is will say that. three points um, to Jesse. He has won the game, but I didn't even earn that game. one. Should we carry on for firm? We got two more. Um, it's like, I don't know how. What time are we on? Yeah, uh, how long are we going here? Already? Let's have a look. I don't how long know. To we, we've, still, we've got a lot of British sitcoms to get through. That is true. So yeah. we, I'm just having a quick. Should look. we do that? I'm sure people are enjoying the game, but sadly, yeah, I think I'm I've, not going to suffer anymore. Oh, it was a whitewash. <laughs> Let's just end the embarrassment. Yeah, at this point. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a, a nil three spanking, is what we can say. But actually, ve- very I, good movie knowledge at home, from Cardi, Cardi, as always. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, I was cheated, and I'm very bitter about it. And this is why I should host all the games in future. I think because uh, <laughs> what it's just not going my way. <laughs> um, podcast is now over. No, uh, right, let's get <laughs> let's get. So we said we were going to talk about this. The British. Smash British sitcom Smash Scott yeah. BSS that's what we called it okay. um, if you missed last week for some reason you haven't listened what we did was inspired by the Nick Toons like uh, Smash Fighter they announced we thought let's make our own roster based on British sitcom uh, characters and then we asked you for your suggestions and we got lots of emails in so oh, yeah. sorry if yours isn't read but we did get a lot and we also got some like I said some international suggestions which is always good but first I want to hear Dale and Jesse, what have you got for us? Have you got any suggestions that you think should be on this roster? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been put, I put grateful into this. I was listening to the podcast last week and I was like, you guys covered a lot of, a lot of good characters, a lot of good sitcoms. I was dabbling mm-hmm. with some some other ones, but then all I could think about was this one person. Right? Okay. <laughs> so if, I, I imagine you might not have seen the show. Have you either of you seen the This Country BBC mockumentary series? I haven't no. actually, but I, I've seen a lot of trailers for it oh so it is even heard of it it is a fantastic mockumentary series about people who are living in somerset and just Mm -hmm. they kind of layabouts and it's about this little village basically Mm -hmm. and in this village there was this person called mandy 
who is often nicknamed Mad Mandy, <laughs> who is an okay. absolute bruiser. Like she's covered in <laughs> she's covered in tattoos. Is she related to Mad Andy from Peaky <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, that'd, that'd be another good one, actually. Thinking about it, <laughs> but she um she there's an episode where she acts as a bodyguard. She will always threaten to beat anybody up if they get in her, in her way. <laughs> but also, okay. she has another side to her as well. Like oh. so, she goes to the local book club. And she writes her own. She writes her own poetry and writes her own short stories sometimes oh, as well. Lovely. And Mandy sounds lovely. And she mm. also has the power of persuasion as well. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> mainly because she's like uh, you wouldn't fuck with her at all. So you should, you'll do whatever <laughs> she says. But there's one episode where one of the main characters, Curtin, buys a PC off her, and when she's selling the PC, it turns out it's just the monitor, and there's nothing else <laughs> in the PC. And he argues the point, but then she's like. Are you calling me a liar? You're saying I'm not selling you so and he ends up paying fifty pounds for just a monitor and then walks away. So I'm thinking uh she's she's a new character class. She's like the hypnotic bruiser, right? Mm, okay. She's got she's got this power of brute force, but she can also like she can hypnotize you, she can persuade you into doing things like you have she to can, like lull your enemies first and yeah she can read strike. you a short story and which sort of sends you mm. into like a sort of almost like sleepy state and then she can absolutely when she pulls you in she can unleash fury from there that's really cool i think yeah you, sounds a fantastic addition you wouldn't mess i, I think know, i think yeah. i'd main that character she's been approved <laughs> well done did you just have the one though did you come armed with the one uh i also thought your buddy g from people just do nothing as well <laughs> but i was i didn't give it too much for but i thought he would be um a funny addition mainly because he's a wheel he's a kind of got the del boy vibe he's a wheeler dealer so mm-hmm. um we kind of covered that ground um, jesse me and del have already kind of had some insights to who you're picking and I yeah. don't think either of us would ever have judged this. And I don't know what it says about you, but this is what you've gone for. Yeah, so, so this this came to mind immediately as soon as, you know, I had, as soon as I was told. Um, just my parents are aliens. Which, what? Uh, a is, classic British sitcom. Oh, right, it's, it's a show. A, it's an all-timer. It is a British children's <laughs> sitcom that was aired on ITV. <laughs> and I watched it all the time as a child, you know, back when I was heading to primary school and whatnot. And for those, you know, not in the know regarding ITV's finest piece of TV... Um, this show is all about two aliens who crash landed on Earth and then end up adopting three children. And, you know, they're their parents. And, you know, you have all the crazy, like, little like, antics. Where it's like, you know, you're not allowed. Process. How's it's, that it is a, it's a good show, let me tell you that. And, you know, you have all, like, the crazy situations where, like, the parents, you know, they're trying to hide like, the fact they're aliens to, like, other parents and other children and stuff. It's just so much fun. It's basically the one division, but for children. Just want to put that I'm out there. Sure. Um, it, it, it was the one. It was the one division of the day, and I think you know <laughs> reviews. Review, reviews will Mark, back that. Are you going to write that? Uh, can you please write that article for Jen? Uh, my parents of aliens were ahead of its time. Yeah, it's a feature <laughs> it waiting to happen, was. isn't it? Um, but yeah, I I haven't played Smash too much, but I am familiar with the Ice Climbers. So my idea for this combatant is: you've got Tony Gardner who plays the dad. He is the first section of this character. And then you've got, um, I think her name is Carla. I can't remember her other name. She's the mum, so they come as two, okay. right? And they are the two main fighters, but they come as one, and they have attacks which include offering really handy, like, life Isn't advice. Tony Gardner the name of the actor? Not yeah, the actor. It's, it is the actor. <laughs> oh, the character's oh, it's the actor, not the character. I don't, I don't need to know their alien names, because it's more important to have Tony Gardner, because he brings a wealth of <laughs> knowledge from other characters. Because I'm asking an for actor. it. <laughs> What's it called? I'm saying I want to I want to bring in the deep law. So you the deep law an actor an actor is not a deep law. It's deep law <laughs> coming from their other filmography and okay. TV shows and what. Tony Gardner is, is Brian, Brian, Brian Johnson. Way, yeah, so. and who's the other Classic. one you said? Um, and then you have her name is Carla Mendonca, Sophie Johnson. I think 
Brian and Sophie. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, you've got yeah. the mum and dad together and, you know, they're offering life advice as combat. They're throwing brownies at you. And if you've watched the first episode of um, My Parents Aliens, you'll know about the brownies. It's a very important note. And they also can transform their human selves into aliens to have like extra attack damage, which obviously makes sense. Yeah. And their ultimate is bringing their three children along, which then combined allows you to have a full runtime episode play which then bores and kills the enemies. And that's about 20 minutes long. <laughs> so I've thought a lot about this, and I think they'll be very versatile okay. characters, because you get the two and the three. Like, I'm not officially on the committee of deciding who makes it into this game or not, yeah. but I feel like this might be the first rejection. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, they, their special movies, they play have, a full episode the game- of their TV show. Yeah, why not? If you can have Game & Watch and other shite characters, you can have Tony Gardner... And the others. We're not having shy characters. That's the key to our roster, though. But do you know what? This is firmly under consideration because this is... No, 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 no. I don't know. It's confirmed. This is final release. This is the first okay. DLC, in fact. Why don't we get on to what the listeners have to say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've, got, we've got like six emails here. Like I said, we got like near 20, I think. So maybe we'll come back to this another time. But thank you for your emails. Um, first one here I've got is from CJ. who says, hello, people. Loved your British sitcom smash... I keep accidentally almost saying shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is kind of you know it fits um, like says, my girlfriend and I were listening in the car and we came up with our entry and their entry is Tim from Space I was thinking about Space mm. personally if I had to go for Space I would have to go for Reece Shearsmith and uh, <laughs> oh no I hadn't thought I mean, of he's, a good at ro- but, he's not even that good at Robot Wars what else has he got uh, He's got a robot was that's all he needs. And he says, Oh no. Oh, I do not know a lot of these characters from these shows. Yeah, well I got that because you pits on from my parents are aliens. Yeah, which is also which is also a sitcom. It's a, yeah, but it's a sitcom for a ten year olds. Exactly. It's so it's a very valid might be good from watched by many. Well, I'm just trying to think who else would be good from space as well. Like um uh, Nick Frost's character. The, uh, it's like he's he loves his yeah, guns and I think his people army. did su- people did suggest uh, Mike. Yeah. Um, and also, oh, what's the name? Is it Ty? Who is it? Ty? The name of like the disco guys, like you, lucky people. Oh, like, yeah. Um, is his name Ty? No, I'm not. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, Wheels or something like that, isn't Wheels it? or Ty? Yeah. I think it might be Ty. <laughs> I'll have a look. Um, talking. But yeah, lots of. I haven't watched Space in years. Watch Space, Jesse. You'll like it. You like Edgar Wright, don't you? Do you like Sean Lennon and Hot Fuzz? I've met him. Yeah, yeah, there's a bit when he's playing Resident, Resident play, Evil Two in exactly. it. Exactly. Well. Oh, I have exactly. seen that scene actually. <laughs> Of course you've seen that scene. Uh, Anyway, uh, CJ's suggestion of Tim from Space says he can dash around the level on his skateboard, shoot people with his finger guns, that's very good, and do melee attacks with his pens and pencils and skateboard. His taunt can be eating twiglets (laughs) because they make him angry. And maybe some of his more advanced attacks can involve drawing comic book characters that come to life and attack. This is is all good stuff. Obviously, for his final smash attack, he would call in Mike in his stolen tank (laughs) to invade France. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jesse, you'll love it. Really, you would. Um, You'd be laughing right now, I tell you. Sorry. I just wanted to ask, do you you lot like twiglets? No. I do. Mm, Okay. Right. Do you I like Marmite? The research continues. <laughs> mm. Like, I'm. I feel like if you like Marmite, I like, I like, like Marmite with cheese, but not just like Marmite by itself. I think they complement each other. 
Okay, so maybe you want to... Don't give me that look, Dale, because it's a sandwich I mean, stop, there's a well-documented marketing piece that says about Marmite, where you either love it or hate it, and you've just clearly said that you're, you sometimes like it, but sometimes not asked. Well, <laughs> well yeah, I'm breaking the mould. Fuck them. <laughs> exactly. To be the rebel I am as well, I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't really, uh, um, doesn't really fit. But anyway, yeah, CJ has said on a side note, there used to be a freeware fighting game on PC called Mugen, where you could make custom characters and movesets that had a bunch of TV and film characters in. And he distinctly remembers Tom Hanks being OP. We're very familiar with that. Don't worry, we've had many a salty bet night where we've <laughs> mm. watched all of these characters fight each other. And Tom Hanks versus a Game Boy or something. Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> Ronald you... McDonald is often appearing in that game as well. If you if you enjo- if you're enjoying our chat about these characters, definitely watch some salty bet. It's yeah. it's constantly running twenty four seven on Twitch. That is good stuff. Yeah, uh, he is fantastic. called Tires in Spaced as well. There we go. Okay, so this uh, Dale. Yeah, this is from Luke Spencer. He says, "Hello, folks. Luke here, bellowing from arse end of a French baguette." Okay, mm. there we go. <laughs> I was thinking Larry David would be a great playable character to have in the Smash Light game, solely because of the image of himself and Superhands coiled around each other, fighting like two lanky snake men, is very amusing. I don't know what his move set would be. I'll leave that to the boffins to sort out. I'm an ideas guy. Respect the scene. <laughs> I, like, I like I like Luke's tone there. Um, what could Larry I love David? Larry David from Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. If you don't know, um, oh. what could his powers again, be? An international. Uh, he's he's joining the roster because he's he's almost very British in nature. He's very gr- he's a grumpy old man. Yeah. Um, he his moves. I don't know. There's just so many different scenarios. He gets All I can think of to- is um, <laughs> the beloved aunt bit, and, <laughs> and yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. is there a way of and, like and he, the doll? He spells his opponent's it. names wrong and, and antagonizes them and makes them weak and vulnerable. There's just so many different. So <laughs> I think one of his attacks has got to be, oh, God, it's got to be summoning the uh, the dad. I don't know how, if you've watched it all or not, but summoning the dad from Kamikaze Bingo. Oh yeah, it's um, <laughs> a very good. Oh, thing. what about but, having um, um, special movies you can bring in Leon as well to just like absolutely handle some business? Yeah, Leon's got to come yeah. in. Uh, maybe pl- golf clubs. He plays golf all the time. He's got a golf club as a melee weapon. That's an obvious one, I think. But yeah, Larry David fits in everything and should be in everything. Um, yeah. Jesse. Jesse, what have we got? This is from have Stuart you- Jackson. He says, simply, Crichton, Red Dwarf, main <laughs> attack, vacuum attached to his chest, Luigi Mansion Ooh. style, special, summon in the Starbug. Nice. I have not have seen Red Dwarf. Either Crichton or Red Dwarf. Have you heard of any of those? No, but I have. I have a mate who really loves Red Dwarf, yeah. and the only thing I really know is that I think like the main one of the main actors in it. I think he's in EastEnders or Coronation Street as well. He he also, he's like a mainstay character in one of the soaps. Yeah, I can't remember he, what he his talk, name is. He's in Coronation Street, I believe. Didn't he you also do Robot Wars? Robot Wars? Yes. Yeah, talking about Craig Charles, right? Um, He'd also be a good fit. I would, I think I would have Dwayne Diddley. Oh, Dwayne Diddley would be good. Is, is Red Dwarf recommended viewing? Because I honestly, I've never really watched never, like a lot of British. I never loved it. It was a yeah. little bit before my time. Though. Yeah. Okay. I, so I was I big into it. it um, mm. And it was very, it was very much like a late night British comedy. It was always on at about 10 o'clock at night, I remember. Is it like a piss take of like Star Wars and Star Trek and stuff? Oh, yeah. But it's, it's absolutely, it's stupid. Yeah. It's just okay. really silly. Yeah. They're stuck in, they're, He's been like uh, frozen over time or what? I can't remember what it is. And yeah. it's in the future. And so and there's a, like a wacky cast and they're always up to, it's like every week they're running into a new alien race and some mad things like are happening. And stuff. Yeah. But it's like very low budget and like, yeah. it looks low budget as well. That sounds cool. I don't know if it holds up or not. I've not watched it in a very long time though. So mm. I don't know how good it would be today. 
still a lot of good character options yeah. from it. I'm liking it. Uh, we've got a slightly different proposal here from Daniel Moore, who suggests a spin-off. It can, I, I'm thinking maybe it's like a mega DLC pack. We kind of covered some of these before, but they do fit. It's the the Mark Heap versus um, Matt Berry. What you call it, Matt Berry yeah. DLC pack. So you get kind of maybe skins for each of them. So for Mark Heap, you've got. Jim from Friday Night Dinner, Alan from Green Wing, and obviously Brian from Spaced. Yeah. And uh, some of his characters from uh, Brass Eye as well, <laughs> such as is it, uh, the one who just shouts at cows. <laughs> he's, he's a very good character. Um, that'd be good. And then for Matt Berry, you've got so many to choose from. You've obviously got Sanchez yeah. from Garth Marenghi. You've got Dixon <laughs> from The Mighty Boosh. <laughs> got douglas from the it crowd toast from toast of london and laszlo yeah. from what we do in the shadows he's got a lot of good characters what though. is um there's a bit one episode where laszlo has to go on the run and he becomes like um a bar owner in america somewhere oh, he's got a fantastic name and i can't remember what it's uh, but he's like a coach uh, of the woman's volleyball team or something yeah. i'd want that character in as well i've, I've only <laughs> seen one, one of those shows there and that's dark place Am I missing out on all the rest? Uh, what uh, we do in the shadows is very w- worth watching. Yeah, okay. Brass Eye. If you haven't watched all of Brass Eye, mm-hmm. absolutely watch. Is all Brass Eye the like um, kind of fake news night thing? It's kind of yeah. the yeah, and right. the day to day is similar to that as well. Uh, okay, right, uh, right, right. They're both very good. Uh, but yeah, lots of good. And he says, "Cheers!" And in, am I going to try and do a Matt Berry voice? I don't think. Do it. Oh, no, no. I I'll, try, I'll try, I'll try. It's a very hard voice to do. For the love of all things, respect the sea. I can't do it. That was way off. <laughs> For the love of... No, well, you're doing more Sanchez there. Respect the sea. Yeah, I know. That's easier to do. <laughs> um, same crock of shit. Tell me, am I in same crock? I'm just trying to think of his lines and then trying to... No, it's not working. Oh. This is very entertaining to watch <laughs> from my go, end. Oh, for the... <laughs> Yeah, I'll just do that. Easier, isn't it? Uh, Dale, who's next? Yeah, don't ever write in getting us to do impressions, by the way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's in our remit. Uh, this is from Mike Hyam. Hi, guys. My submission for the British sitcom brawler character is Gareth from The Office. Gareth always has ideas of himself which were grander than what was re- what reality gifted to him. In the brawler, he would have no physical attacks. He would only be able to jump and evade, although this too would be nerfed. Every time he got hit by another character, a random clip from a soundboard play of Tim and Dawn mocking him with lines of cock and they've entered your hole without knowing and team leader means nothing. It's like making the kid at school a milk monitor. <laughs> this would continue until he's taken enough damage to activate his super move, transforming into a huge jacked army commando with territorial army emblazoned across his massive <laughs> chest and biceps. For 10 seconds, he would be the most OP character in brawler history, pretty much a one hit killing anything that came near him. <laughs> metaphorically or literally he'd be a boy able to swim faster than a shark able to kill a tiger armed only with a biro basically <laughs> everything he imagines himself to be in his mind's eye at the end of his super timer he reverts back to being low power gareth to the sound clip of them saying they've put my stabler in jelly again <laughs> hope you enjoy all the best i like it i uh, gareth was definitely on my initial list when i was yeah. thinking of characters because yeah i mean He's just got it all, hasn't he? Yeah. Where, where do yeah you, he has nothing. Where do you two land on the UK and US office debate? Because I've only seen the, the I've only seen the US. They're both. No, because I haven't watched the UK one, so I, I don't know if it's they're actually both like ten out of ten yeah, shows. They're both okay. phenomenal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No debate. I, yeah. Why compare? You don't need to. Just enjoy both. Uh, I would say with Gareth though, he is like he. And Mike's implying here that he's completely useless. And it's all bullshit, and I don't think that's true. I definitely think like Gareth, like. 
for example, when Gareth, they're in the club and he says he's going to like try and hit on that girl and he actually like yeah. achieves it and stuff. Like, yeah, he succeeds. Uh, so. He's got to have a move where he just goes by on a sidecar as well. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's like, I think like his confidence, like is not completely mm-hmm. just, but I think he has some merit. Like he has a lot of knowledge as well. Great quiz master. Yeah. Uh, he's just question on the Panama Canal. The thing he has, hasn't got obviously is the brawn and that's, yeah, like Mike suggested, that's where the brawn superpower could come in. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a good character. Uh, and the last one, Jesse, what have we got? I've got a fantastic suggestion from Mike. He says, hey, this is 100% my bag. I'm going to be very restrained and stick to one suggestion. Mr. Bean, or perhaps just Bean, depending <laughs> on what sounds better from the announcer. Bean. His moveset includes, includes puking into a paper bag and exploding it across the other players, putting a waste paper bin over the opponent's head and jamming them with a Jeez. pencil. Running you over in his yellow mini, a bit like Wario's bike, fair enough, mm-hmm. putting explosives in a tin of paint and setting them off. His final smash would be the big reveal that Teddy is, in fact, a higher being of power, ascending into the air like some kind of fluffy god before unleashing a myriad of explosions and beams from his beady eyes. He also has taunts that includes a wobbly leg dance and flipping everyone off. His stage, oh, see, he went for a stage, which is also pretty cool. His stage would be his apartment with a rocked-up version of the angelic theme tune. Mm. Apologies if these references are too niche. No, we get they it, certainly mate. We are get not. It. Also curious to know what you lot imagine the game's graphical style would be. Realistic human fighters or something more cartoony? Respect the bloody sea. P.S. Can we have one of the family from Dinosaurs or Harry from Harry and the Hendersons for the U.S. DLC? I'm aware this counts as multiple suggestions, so sue me. I think those ones fine. are... Bit... Like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons would be quite good. I think those ones are a bit out of your um, era there, Jesse, those last two. but yeah. Yes, because I do not know where they are from. Yes, but Mr. Bean transcend, transcends age. Yes. Um, 100%. I would say I really want him with the angelic theme tune bit, like when he comes into the map, like it has to do the beam of light <laughs> and he just falls onto the floor, face plants on the yeah. floor at the start. Would you... Bean, yeah, it just got. It would just be worth it just for the announcer Bean. to shout Bean. Did you lot ever watch the cartoon series? No, I saw a little bit. I was mm. never. Yeah, uh, I was. I mainly just watched the film. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen the film. What, was the final one the where he went to France? Is it? Because uh, I, I watched that in cinema. I think. What what do you think? I can't remember. Mr. Bean's like most impressive because he was always he always pulled off some sort of trick in an episode to like help him win the situation. Mm. Like, oh, do you remember I the one know. when he had a New Year's Eve party and he wanted Twiglets? I'm going to talk about Twiglets again. <laughs> and he just pulls in a branch from the window and just chops off bits of the branch and then like dips them in honey or marmite or something, and that's his Twiglets. He's a he's a very clever man. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the episode when he gives orders to like army cadets i found that to be funny oh, i don't remember that one okay i, I such um, a sorry we're going on a bean tangent here no. i have such a distinctive memory of um the one where he's on the beach and i remember as a kid thinking it was so impressive when he he has to put his swimming trunks on but without taking his clothes off <laughs> Do you remember he has to like feed all his clothes through his stuff just because he doesn't want someone else to see him naked for one second <laughs> oh well Oh, Good lovely. old Mr. Bean. Uh, thank you for your suggestions. We have got more. If you want to, there's still time. We'll probably carry this on for another week. Why not? If you've got some good suggestions, um, let us know. And like we said, uh, we've called it British Sitcom Smash. Send in whoever you want. As long as they're from a sitcom, let's not get crazy. I'm not having like Don Draper in this. That's not a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, yeah, send those into IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. As well as if you play Bat for Blood this weekend, why not let us know what you think of that? Yeah. Uh, I think, like I said, please watch our KDA thing. You don't have to if you don't want. It'd be nice. You might be. You might find it interesting. Uh, I'll and watch of course, it. 
Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, I've seen it. It's good. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, put, Wicked. Let's put some KD at the end. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I'll pick. Uh, I'll pick. Pick one of the bangers. Probably from more. Yeah. Because more is a banger. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.